Welcome to Life Transformation Radio. This show is all about life transformations and our journey from where we were to why we are doing what we are doing today. We will discuss the hiccups, the roller coasters, and the blood, sweat, and tears that has been poured out while discovering our purpose. It is all about our transformation. Here is your host, Sean Douglas. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 401 of Life Transformation Radio. Thank you so much to the listeners for listening to the last 400 episodes, and I wish you the best in the next 400 that we do. I am your host, Master Resilience Implementer, TEDx Speaker, Business Positioning Strategist, and International Bestselling Author, Sean Douglas. This show is currently heard in over 90 countries, so whether it's your first time joining us or you've been listening to us for some time, I want to thank you to those who are listening from around the world. Life Transformation Radio is all about our transformation. Here, we tell the stories of why we're doing what we're doing, highlighting those transformational moments that changed our lives and how we use it to then transform others and elevate their lives as well. You can listen to us live right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network, Tuesday through Friday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also join our Facebook group, Life Transformation Radio Community, where we interact with the guests, interact with the listeners, and talk about today's episode. You can subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts on your favorite podcast platform, like Apple, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, TuneIn, Player FM, Radio Public, Overcast, CastBox, Google Podcasts, and we are available on Pandora. So wherever your favorite podcast platform is, please subscribe to Life Transformation Radio. And we are available on YouTube, so check out our YouTube channel, Life Transformation Radio, and subscribe while you're there. On the show, my guests are entrepreneurs, speakers, business owners, coaches, podcasters, authors, amazing human beings that are impacting the world around them. And my guest today has done exactly that on a global scale. If you are listening to the show and have a question, you can give us a call at 657-383-1109. Again, the number is 657 657- 383-1109. My team is standing by to field your questions and ask them live right here on the show. Without further ado, please help me welcome to the show my amazing guest for today, Ferdos Karas. Welcome to Life Transformation Radio. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I am super excited to have you on the show. I've read up a lot about you. All of the posts that you have, the content, the books. I got to say, man, you are just at another level. I don't know how long you've been doing this, but you are just, uh, you know, I have a lot of guests on the show. And it is just incredible to see the amount of success that you've had. And are just you're just playing at just a different level than everybody else. Well, thank you. That's very kind of you. I want to get into a couple things today that I, that I thought stood out in reading everything, and it's you pretty much being the authority on creativity and how you can use creativity to not only live a remarkable life, but to attain success on the many levels that you have. 
So I would love to hit on that. Um, but I'm just, I'm just honored to be here, man. I just want to find out, man, how you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm absolutely good. good. Thriving, <laughs> thriving in the COVID environment. Thriving. I love it. Oh, I love it, man. Who have you inspired today? I always ask, I, I always ask different questions. Like when I go to a restaurant and instead of saying, hi, how are you doing? Like I did in the beginning of the show, I like to have, ask a different question. And sometimes I go to the waitress and I'll say, what are you grateful for today? And it's kind of a pattern interrupt. So one of the questions I wanted to ask you just right off the cuff, man, is, is who have you inspired today? Well, I hope all my viewers of my work around the world, because my work has been seen ultimately in 198 countries. Over a billion people have seen them. They exist in 400 language versions. So over 90% of the world's population can see my work in their own language. So I never know. That's amazing. I, I, I never know who all are watching and where it's being played and how it's being used, because it's all available on my Vimeo channel for free for anybody to download and use. And it's on 50, over 50 subjects. Uh, and so people use it uh, in all kinds of different ways, uh, you know. Uh, so I hope that I've inspired somebody somewhere on one of the <laughs> topics that I've, that I've worked on. Love it. Absolutely. The title of this episode is The Key to a Remarkable Life with Ferdos Karas. Hailed as the modern equivalent of Dr. Seuss, Ferdos is a master global communicator and humanitarian who has influenced hundreds of millions of people's lives for the better. Desmond Tutu calls his creative work, which has been viewed by more than a billion people worldwide, outstanding and powerful. A fellow of the Royal Society of Arts, he was named one of the world's 50 most talented social innovators and has received more than 112 awards, including the prestigious Peabody Award. You can check out his website at chuckmoose.com. Facebook is Chocolate Moose Media. Go check that out. And the Twitter link is right there at Culture Shift. They're right there in the show notes. You can click on those links. It'll take you directly to his platforms. Make sure you send him a friend request and letting him know that you listened to his episode of Life Transformation Radio. The first question that I have to ask, man, and I, and I love this question and the answers that I get, I believe this is the most important question you could ever be asked, is why? Why do you do what you do? I want to make a difference. I wrote a book recently on creativity because I think that many people think that they're either a creative person or they're not. People think that creativity is something that only some lucky people are born with, like people who compose music or paint or write. I want to show people that anybody and everybody is a creative thinker. The degree to which you're a creative thinker might vary, but all of us are creative human beings and I want to show people how to use creativity to get what they want, whether that's happiness in their personal life or landing the job that they want or finding a solution to a problem. So all of you, uh, all of your listeners are already creative people. 
and I want to bring that uh, creativity out and improve their lives. So why do I do what I do? Well, it goes back, I think, to my old early socialization. I was born and brought up in India, and my mother was a head of a national non-governmental organization. And when I was quite small, about eight years old, she used to take me on some of her uh, chores. And one of them was to work with Mother Teresa long before Mother Teresa was globally famous. That uh, early socialization then manifested itself later in high school where uh, I went to a very elite high school in India. But I set up a school in a slum for anybody who wished to, to come and learn every Saturday what my best friend and I taught there, and we were teaching what we had learned in a very elite high school. Those early years, you know, living up, uh, bringing, uh, coming up uh, amongst poverty in Calcutta and Bombay, as the cities were then called. And then I left and came to Pennsylvania as a Rotary Exchange student, and I've lived in North America ever since. I think that those early days uh, opened my mind. Looking back, it, it showed me how to work for the benefit of others outside of one's comfort zone. And that early socialization is what carries me through to today. How I got started using media to better the human condition is that it actually came about because of two people at UNICEF that I knew that uh, wanted to take the Convention on the Rights of Children and animate shorts uh, using studios around the world, and we did that. And ultimately, more than uh, 2,200 broadcasters played it, uh, played those shorts, and, and that started my thinking on using media to better the human condition, and that's what I've been doing for the last 25 years. Wow. There's so much in there, and I I love as soon as I'm like my ears perked when you had mentioned Mother Teresa. I think that is a very incredible story, and and I think that's powerful using media to better mankind. Most people, I I think, in my opinion, today when I look at the different media platforms, podcasts, social media, YouTube you know, TV, radio, whatever, it's all about how can I better myself? How can I get the word out about what I'm doing? It's all me, 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 me. But you said I wanted to use media to better mankind. And I think that's a very powerful mindset where you take it from it's all about me to it's all about them. Oh, it's absolutely not about me. Uh, in fact, uh, the 50 series, over 50 series that I've produced with uh, over, uh, I think, 400 uh, animated and other productions um, are all about helping people. So I make two kinds of media. One is when I talk directly to the viewer, and that is called behavior change communications, and the other is called catalyst. And so a catalyst video where I'm trying to get people to create a discussion uh, about a particular issue so that the person whose behavior I'm trying to change isn't absolutely direct. It is indirect because of the discussion uh, that is going on. And I can give you some examples because perhaps your, your uh, listeners are wondering what I'm talking about. 
Well, um, I, I can go back in my uh, current work or I can go back to the beginning work. Uh, so in my current work, I've been working on, of course, COVID-19 containment and prevention because I've done a lot of work on health. I, I worked on Ebola. Uh, I worked on HIV AIDS, on malaria, on polio, on plague, wow. uh, on type 1 diabetes, on Zika, uh, on obesity in children. So a lot of different health work. I'm also working right now with the International Federation of Red Cross in the Middle East on creating media for them to help the frontline workers deal with the stigma that uh, that they have felt because of their work on COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So those are that's wow. just COVID-19. I just finished another video for the International Rescue Committee in the U.S. On it's called how to re- interact with the police in the United States, and it's basically giving uh, information about how to interact with the police uh, in in multiple languages, and they're using it particularly for new immigrants and for refugees to understand uh, the role of the police and how to interact with the police in the United States. I've done a lot of work on human rights, on children's rights, and then. Um, I've done a lot of work because of my previous background in migration and refugee issues. So a lot of work on child refugees, on explaining the United States refugee system, on the causes of refugees. I've done a lot of work on violence reduction, uh, particularly violence against children, violence amongst teenagers, a lot of work on sexual violence and rape, uh, both within families and within conflict situations, using culture as a justification for violence and the perceived right to, to commit violence within families, particularly by men. So those are the kinds of uh, issues that I've dealt with over the last 25 years and that I've created media on and am still creating media on. Wow. Man, you Man, you've been all over the world. <laughs> like, holy I have. Smokes. I've, I've, I've amazing. I've actually, I've actually traveled to 146 countries at last count. Wow. Yeah, I've been not even close to that. Maybe close to 20 countries because of my military background. I've been, I've been all over Europe. Um, okay. All over the Middle East. Never been to, never been to, well, I can't say I've never been to Asia, but I mean, I did a couple stopovers and a couple like overnighters or whatever, but, um, but yeah, now my dream is to go to Australia. That's where I really want to go is, is go to Australia. So at some point in my life, I will be in Australia and I will speak in Australia at some point, yeah. but, um, you know, we, we, we awesome. shared that dream. We share that dream because I was recently interviewed by an Australian, and I told her that actually I have been to 146 countries, but I've never been to Australia. So we oh. share that dream. I I do want <laughs> to go awesome. to Australia. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, very cool. So the theme of the show is all about transformation, and. There's so many transformative moments that we could go through in life, and the world has transformed just in the last decade. In the last 20 years, the world has transformed the way we think, 
the way we believe what we think is right and wrong, what we did in the 80s. I'm an 80s kid. I grew up in the 80s. And what we did in the 80s is not what we do now. I mean, the behaviors are different. What would you say has been one of your transformational moments that changed your life and put you on the path to what you're doing today? I think it is uh, basically understanding that I am a human being and that I can use my creativity. I'm best known for my animated shorts, as as any of your uh, listeners will see if they go to my website or my Vimeo channel. I have no actual education in animation. I can't draw. I can't uh, actually manipulate animation software. In fact, I can't actually create animation even though I produce and direct it. So the way I do that is uh, is simply by telling the experts who can animate what to do and what I like and what I don't like. So I use my creativity in, in that way to express myself. And I think that everybody can do that. So creativity is exactly what your show is about. Creativity is a transformational thought process. So let me give Mm -hmm. you my definition of creativity. Creativity is the ability, it's the ability to think differently by a mental process of original thoughts that leads to the creation of new ideas. Let me say that again. It's the ability to think Hmm. differently by a mental process of original thoughts that leads to the creation of new ideas. So uh, essentially, I have been applying creativity. Creativity is a transformational way of thinking. The best part of using creativity is that it makes you into a much broader, more inclusive, and open-minded thinker. So a creative person sees, hears, feels, and thinks in a very different way than a non-creative, narrow-minded person. And that's the difference. So that, I think, that transformational thought process can be applied by anybody, and it can be on their personal life or it can be on their professional life. It doesn't really matter because once you become a highly creative thinker, you'll have a totally different way of looking at things. Creativity is fun. Creativity is expression. Creativity is curiosity. Creativity is all around you. Creativity is what you see when you look at various things. You know, Albert Einstein said, creativity is intelligence having fun. And I think he was right. Uh, Oh, wow, that's cool. Creativity is intelligence having fun. That's what that's what he said. That's what he said. Yes, but Einstein said that. Yeah. So creativity is intelligence having fun. That's man. That's very cool. So why do people yeah. then think that they're not a creative person? I mean, I have a graphic I, designer. I have somebody that designs a lot of my stuff. I mean, I think things up, but my problem is I can't translate what's in my head to what's on paper. Like I know what I want it to look like. I just don't know how to bring it to life. So, so is creativity more of 
like multifaceted, I'm assuming like you're like you're you're creative in that you can think things up. But then some people are creative and they can make music because I heard something about music. Uh, people are creative in the fact that they're artsy or what have you. But some people think that they're not creative at all. I'm just I'm not a creative person. So why would they think that? Well, because exactly that, because they have a very narrow definition of uh, being a creative person. Creative Creativity is not the same as artistry. It is not the same as being able to draw uh, or uh, write or uh, compose music or whatever. That is artistry. And creativity is a thought process that uh, you can apply. Everybody applies creativity throughout their lives. So you ask the question, why do I not think I'm a creative person? And my answer is probably because of the educational system that you went through. We are all creative beings when we are children. We all draw, mm-hmm. we all paint, we all sing, we all dance, we all use our imagination. Those things, the use of our imagination, the use of our intuition, are sucked out of us for a large part during our educational system. So I went to, mm. I went to two high schools. I went to high school in India, a very elite private high school. I went to public high school in Pennsylvania. And the approach to teaching and the approach to students was completely different. I mean, really completely different. And I mm-hmm. think that the school systems in general, and I'm, of course I'm generalizing, has, has created a way, uh, has made us think that we're not creative people. And that's where it starts. Because after that, after your education, you go into, let's say, your professional life. And then you become, whether it's subconscious or consciously, you become aware of your peers and your bosses and peer pressure. So you're worried about not being too creative, not being creative, because you're essentially worried about failure. And that is a difficult thing to overcome. But if you want to be a creative thinker, you have to have the ability to overcome your fear of failure. You must, mm, be able to yep. fail. you must be able to fail. You must think you can fail. You must embrace failure. And then mm-hmm. you'll become a more creative thinker. Now, we're all applying creativity throughout our lives. I mean, all the time. Uh, do you have a pet? Of course. Okay. What's the name of your pet? Um, I have... Three dogs and two rabbits. So my right. three dogs are Lily, Basil, and Sage. There you go. Lily, Basil, and Sage. And there yep. are creative names. So you applied <laughs> your creative thinking when you came up with those names. Mm-hmm. There you go. Because uh, that, that's an application of creativity. It doesn't really matter what you do. It doesn't mean that you have to be a painter, or draw, or think, you know, whatever, uh, or, or in in your example, to be uh, somebody who does uh, graphic design. It is simply a way of thinking, a way of imagining, a way of using your intuition, a way of expanding your mind, a way of reaching for the unusual things, a way of adopting wild ideas that actually makes you a creative thinker. Now, let me give you an example. Have you ever worn two different socks? (laughs) Um, Like two different colors? 
Yeah, just two different socks. Uh, maybe by accident, yeah. Okay, next time I want you to do it by design. Go okay. ahead. Be be wild. Be wild. Just be creative. Let me give you another example. Leave your listeners with some examples of ordinary things that you can do to become creative. We all take photographs, right? We all take photographs. We we take photographs of our spouses, of our children, or whatever. So next time you're going to take a photograph of your spouse or your partner, and you're going to tell him or her, okay, stand over there. I want that background. You know, I want to take your photograph. Take the photograph the way you would normally take it. It's fine to take a photograph that way. Then zoom in to the person. Just take her eyes or just take her nose. Then go and get something really unusual to give to her. Like go and get your toilet brush and say, hold it up and take the photograph. Now, why would you do something like that? It's simple. You apply your creativity. You have fun and you will create something unique. You will create something that you've never thought of before. You'll create something that you hadn't uh, envisioned doing, and you will have a lot of fun. Can you imagine walking up to your child, uh, you know, with a toilet okay. brush and saying, here, I'm going to take your photograph, hold your toilet brush. And you have to see how they hold their toilet brush, how they hold up the toilet <laughs> brush, and what they do with the toilet brush, and how they get into the <laughs> photograph. And that's that's a silly little example because the bigger examples is that you apply creativity to your problems. Creativity is absolutely what you need to solve your problems. And that doesn't, it can be a very small problem, like you lost your keys or whatever, or it can be a very large problem. It can be you're not communicating well with your spouse uh, or you're unhappy with your job and you need to find a new job. The application of creativity actually will help you enormously Mm -hmm. in being able to solve those problems. So creativity can help you solve difficult people, can can help you handle difficult people. It reduces your stress. It is uh, it, it is finding new approaches to problems, and it is finding many many different solutions to problems. So when you when you think about your problems, your own personal problems, whether they're personal or professional, you can approach them using creativity, so that you come at them from many different angles, not just one, but many different angles, and you come to the problem with many different solutions and you try different solutions. And in business, we have a term where, you know, we try out things and, and that's called prototyping where you just kind of, you might come up with an idea of a product and you kind of make it half, make it, don't fully make it maybe. And you try it out. So you can do that mm-hmm. with solutions to problems. You just try something and think about something else. The, the, the difference being a creative thinker, not being a creative thinker, is that if you have a problem and you have a, a solution that you've thought of, a non-creative thinker would stop there and say, okay, I'm going to try, uh, I'm going to apply this solution, which may or may not work. A creative thinker will think, well, Maybe there's more than one solution. 
and maybe I have five solutions. And maybe I uh, approach uh, all five of them. I try out all five of them. And maybe it is the fourth one that really works and not the first one. And that's mm-hmm. the difference between being a creative thinker and not being a creative thinker. And I give examples in my book. I mean, I have a, I have a peculiarity in that I can't tie my shoelaces really well. They never seem to stay on. And in my book, I talk about, you know, how many ways there are to tie your shoelaces. If you have six holes in your shoes uh, through which you tie your laces, you lace trillion ways to tie your shoelaces. A creative thinker might come up with perhaps five ways to tie their shoelaces, uh, a non-creative thinker, sorry. And a creative thinker will come up with at least 50 ways to tie their shoelaces. And I'm every day thinking of new ways to keep my shoelaces tied. It's a silly little example, but it's the difference between applying creativity and thinking creatively and not thinking creatively. Got it. Very interesting. That I mean, I'm completely tuning in. I'm 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 just enthralled in 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 what you're saying, and thinking back to all the times that I'm like, man, I'm so bad at this, and I'm can't do this video, or I'm can't think of any content. I'm not creative enough to to create this graphic, or you know all the times that I thought I'm like, well, I'm not good enough or I'm not creative enough or, and then, and then just really thinking about like what you said, I'm just imagine cause I have a six year old and I could just imagine the fun that would happen if I was like, Hey, come here. And I'm just standing like maybe outside the bathroom or something. I'm like, Hey, her, hold this. She'd be like, ew, that's so disgusting. And then just get a bunch of pictures like right at that moment. That would be something yep. that you could laugh about. Right. I mean, it's just something fun that you yep. can just laugh about. Oh, that's so yeah. good. That's yeah, so absolutely. Good. So, so you can apply creativity to small little things and to the biggest problems that you can think of. Creativity yeah. is stepping outside of your comfort zone. It's thinking outside the box. And and mm. so when when you think you're not creative, you can't do that video or you can't come up with that creative graphic or whatever, think outside the box. Just Just think... Think outside of what you, uh, what is your known universe, your limitations, what you think your limitations are. Because if you apply creativity, I guarantee you that your limitations will expand. They'll be much further away than where you think they are. Let me, let me give you another, another quotation which I have in the book, which is Henry Ford. Henry Ford mm. said, if I had asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. Yep. Faster horses. It's absolutely mm-hmm. true. And and that's because they only thought of horses as transportation because that was their box. They didn't think yep. beyond that. And 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 all innovation right now happens because we think outside the box. By the way, Mm -hmm. innovation is not the same as creative thinking, and people misunderstand that. Innovation is what results from creative thinking. It is not actually creative thinking. It is Creative thinking is a mental process, and innovation can be something tangible, something you can see, something you can touch, something you can feel. 
you can't do that with uh, creativity. It's it's a mental uh, process. So so innovation is the result of creative thinking. And so I think that literally nothing less than the future of the world depends on our creative thinking, and especially in this time of COVID-19. I think that if there's one thing that's come out of COVID-19 that's good, it's the fact that we have all had to rethink everything. We've had to rethink mm-hmm. how we how we interact with our spouses, our, our children, especially if we're at home, working out of our homes now. If you're in a company or running a company, the company has to rethink about how they get suppliers, how they may produce whatever they're producing or, or get their services out, how they market themselves. Everything has to be rethought in COVID-19. And I think that, that we have been forced in 2020 to apply creative thinking probably better than any other time in human history because everything has had to be rethought in this environment. Is this something that can be done to increase your creativity, like unlocks or is it like a, like a daily practice? It's, it's a way of thinking. It, it, uh, okay, just, so it's a behavior almost. So the, it seems like it's a behavior. Yeah, it's a, it's a way of thinking. Mm-hmm. It's a transformational way of thinking. So the I first gotcha. thing, you, you, the first thing you do is you say to yourself, "I am a creative thinker." No more, you know, I can't do this. Uh, you just say, "I am a creative thinker." I know that when I was a child, I was a creative person, and therefore I know that I still have imagination. I still have intuition, and I can expand my horizons by being a creative thinker. So first is accept the fact that you are indeed a creative thinker already. Secondly, think of examples where in the past you have already applied your creative thinking. I I gave you the example of your pets. I mean, when you came up Mm -hmm. with your pet's name, that was you applying creative thinking. We had to pull the name out of the air, and uh, and that was a mental process of going through various names and saying, okay, I I want to uh, you know I want to have this particular name for that particular pet. That's a that's a mental process you went through and came up with that name. That's creative thinking. The third thing is make it something that you do consciously. So every time you look at something, I mean, if, if you're sitting on a chair right now, get up and look at that chair. Just look at the chair you're sitting on. Somebody designed that chair with their creative thinking. Look around you in the room that you're in. Or, for example, if you're using your cell phone, your mobile phone to, to listen to this, well, it doesn't matter what your mobile phone is, whether it's an Apple or a Samsung or whatever, Think about the fact that there was a lot of people who put their creative thinking to use in creating that mobile phone, in designing it, in creating the engineering for it, in making it work. Because I can tell you that some of the most creative companies in the world are the largest companies in the world. They're the companies that are going to thrive in this environment. They're the ones that get uh, their stocks up 
I mean, the biggest market cap of company in the world right now is Apple. And I think that Apple is a highly creative company. Uh, it, it can't survive because, in fact, if you think back on mobile phones, the first mobile phone was actually created by Motorola. Well, nobody mm-hmm. uses Motorola. Nobody uses a Motorola phone anymore. Even though they actually right. had the first, they they actually had the first creative idea. There was somebody at Motorola came up with the idea, and they they created the first mobile phone. Well, where are they now? It's they they didn't keep applying creativity. They didn't keep applying creative thinking to come up with new innovations that they could market and sell. And then Samsung and mm-hmm. Apple and Steve Jobs and everybody else that we know came along and took over the mobile phone space from uh, Motorola, and they died. And their companies, the Motorola's all over the world that die every day. Large companies, small companies that go out of business, I think, mm-hmm. because they are not applying their creative thinking uh, and in order to succeed. And that is really true now in the age of COVID-19 where we are moving away from traditional mm-hmm. ways of doing things and have to adapt and create new ways of doing things. Yeah, you bring up a very interesting point about that. Businesses are closing because they're not rebranding, they're not innovating. But then immediately when I thought that to myself, yeah, because they're not innovating. But then you said innovation is a direct result of creativity, right? Yeah. You know, companies – It it reframed everything that I was thinking because I'm all about reframing your mind. I love the reframing your mind. My TEDx talk is called Hacking Your Brain for Success. It's a, it's a way to hack into your brain and rewire your brain's thinking so that you think like a successful person. You have that mindset of a successful person. And I think it's so amazing that in this moment, we can talk about how to become more creative, what is creativity, and it's a behavior, it's a mindset, it's a way of life. And immediately I'm like, okay, I see that, I feel that, I adopt it, and then immediately see where it can play out, where you said creativity happens, or you know, it, innovation is the result. So now you talked about yeah. how businesses are closing, and you know, this is why, because of this, and I'm like, yeah, they're not innovating. Oh, because they're not creative. Immediately I saw it. That's good. That's good. I'm glad we had this chat in that case. <laughs> Me too. Because, uh, <laughs> Me too. I just had like a moment. I, I literally just had a moment breakthrough. I'm like, I, oh, I, I see it. Oh, I, I understand it. And I see it. So, yeah, this, yeah, absolutely uh, great, yeah. great breakthrough moment, I think that was. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. You know, uh, it, it is the era that we live in that has forced us to think uh, new thoughts, to come up with new ideas. That's the way the world progresses. If we didn't have creative thinking, the world would stand still and would die. It is literally the future of the planet depends on our creative thinking. And that doesn't mean just the biggest problems in the world. That doesn't just mean, you know, whatever you think is the biggest problem in the world. Um, some people think it's climate change. Some people think it's economic inequality. Whatever you think the biggest problem in the world is, you have to apply creative thinking to that level 
to solve those kinds of massive problems. But here's the key. It doesn't matter. You don't always need huge problems. You, I apply creative thinking when I tie my shoes. It, it, it is something that you have in your mind. It's a mindset. And then once you do that, you will become a creative thinker. And many creative thinkers, by the way, are very creative in many different ways. And that means in big ways, and that means in small ways. And the best example I know of that is in history, that I is one of my heroes, is Leonardo da Vinci. You know, that we all mm. play this game of, well, if you could go back in history and you could meet one person, who would it be? Well, for me, right. it's clear. I would want to meet Leonardo da Vinci. I mean, 500 years ago, the guy came up with ideas like a helicopter that we implement today. It's absolutely yeah. astonishing what he did. Uh, he, he was, he was a, a, a creative genius, absolute creative genius. Mm-hmm. But creativity is a mental process, and we mustn't forget that. It's not a product. It's not something you can see. Innovation, you can see. That's what results from creative thinking, but, but that's not, that's the two different things. One is the process, the mental process, and that results in innovations uh, that mm-hmm. move the world forward. Now, I, I use in my book the example of Mozart. Now, Mozart or Beethoven or anybody else you want to think of, uh, you know, Farouk Balsara, who was, uh, who was queen, Anybody you want to think of who wrote music, for example, what did they do? Well, they, you know, they took a pen and they wrote music on a piece of paper, literally. In, in Mozart's case, he scratched ink on a paper. That's his product. It's just a piece of paper. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yet we know his music hundreds of years later because of his creative thinking. It's not the fact that he created a product, which is called a sheet, which is called a sheet of music. It's the fact that what he did on that sheet of music that's so different than everybody else both before and after him that we know his music. And so uh, it, it is his mental process in coming up with the music that makes him a creative genius. And that is true. I mean, anybody can mm. create the same innovation. Anybody can create the same product. If you know how to write music, well, you can compose. And you can put down notes on a piece of paper, but you can't be Mozart. And the reason why you can't be Mozart is because his level of creative thinking was absolutely amazing compared to, you know, somebody else that may not be quite so uh, such a creative thinker mm-hmm. in composing music. So I love product, what you went with this. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I'm, people can't see, I'm smiling ear to ear right now like i just love where you're going with this that's good well i i think that i think that your show and the title of your show transformational thinking is exactly bang on absolutely bang on and by the way that's why i would say to you that uh, you know never worry about whether you can do a creative uh, whether you can do a video mm-hmm. or or a graph, you can create a graphic, uh, whatever. You are a highly creative person just by putting together the show and having people on it. It's your expression of your creativity. 
and your creative mm-hmm. thinking. And everybody has a different expression. And, uh, you know, uh, we all can't be broadcasters. We all can't be painters. We all can't be writers. We all can't be, you know, we all can't move the world. We all can't make videos that are watched by a billion people. I get it. I'm not suggesting that. I'm suggesting that you just do one thing that's highly creative in your life and leave it. And you know what you will do if you do that? You will achieve immortality. Immortality Hmm. is simply coming up with one idea that is implemented that nobody else has thought of. That is immortality. Because if you are the first one with that idea and you implement that idea, that creative thinking idea, Mm -hmm. then you achieve immortality. Literally, you achieve immortality. And that doesn't mean, it really doesn't mean that it's history making. It just means that it's one little thing, one little idea that you have come up with that you left on this planet. That's immortality. Mm -hmm. I love it. As we start to close the show, I want to ask you this question and something I've been thinking about for the past couple of minutes. All the ideas in the world, are there any left? Are there any creative ideas, any businesses, any inventions? I feel like there's so much that has been innovated and, 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 and created and built and championed and patented. I mean, is there, I mean, is there anything left? <laughs> That's like asking me. Are we all going to survive? And the answer is yes, <laughs> because if we don't keep innovating, and we don't, we don't, uh, we don't apply creative thinking, the answer is absolutely yes. You know, history is replete with people who were told that's been done, or that can't be done, or that right. is a stupid idea, and then they that's go on to achieve, they go on to achieve great success. I mean, absolutely amazing yeah. success. And and sometimes that success might not be even understood. Or, or I mean, your creative ideas might not be understood by the people around you. I mean, think of Leonardo mm. da Vinci. I mean, 500 years ago, I'm sure that all his contemporaries thought he was a bit nuts because, uh, you know, right. they couldn't think that they couldn't think that creatively. And, and right. I have other examples, uh, you know, uh, of people who just, can't have their their ideas accepted. And if you ask all the founders of companies that have made creative, uh, come up with innovations that have changed the course of history, that have made mm-hmm. life better, they will all be able to point out to you times in their lives when somebody told them, their parents, their teachers, their peers, whoever, somebody told them, that's not a good idea. And then despite that, they go on, they implement their idea, and they achieve immortality because they have created something new for the planet. So my answer to your question is that we do not, as a human species, stand still. We can never achieve the totality of our ideas. That Idea, creative ideas need to be 
put in reality need to be set in a context, and the context is right now in 2020. I can't envision what you know a cell phone might look like in 2040. I don't know what a mobile <laughs> phone will look like in 2040. I, I right. and I don't pretend that I, I don't pretend that I could know it. Nobody can know it. But the point is that I guarantee you that somebody will be creating some kind of communication device in 2040 that you and I have not thought of and cannot think of right now. That is because they will apply at that time their creative thinking in the context of their era of that year, 2040 in that example, and they will come up with something new that you and I cannot envision right now. That is the way the planet moves forward. That is the way humanity survives. That is the way that uh, that is what distinguishes us from all the other species, planet, us as human beings. It is exactly that, our ability to be creative thinkers. Wow. This conversation was absolutely phenomenal. And, and I, I mean... I have so much to think about and so many notes. <laughs> like it was, it was absolutely incredible. I, and I just, I never really thought that I was that creative of a person. Right. So like I'm good at, at strategizing and I can, I can pick apart certain ideas and businesses. I can analyze things. Like I'm, I'm a good thinker that way. But to say, hey, draw me that, like, like you said way before the beginning of the show, like it's not artistic that makes you creative. Your artistic talent that makes you creative. And I think that was like that focal point for me that everybody gets confused about what creativity is. So I'm glad you gave the definition of what you say that creativity is because I was, well, I can't create that because I'm not creative. I, I can't draw that or I can't build that or I can't think of that. I'm just not a creative person. I just, I don't have any new ideas, yeah. but if you practice it and it's a mindset and it's a behavior, then you're just going to get better at it. That's absolutely. the message that I received. That's, that's the message I received. That's, uh, that's absolutely uh, correct. And the inspirational poet Maya Angelou said, you can't use up creativity. The more you use it, the more you have. So I guarantee I you that I guarantee you that if you open up your mind to think creatively, you will find more and more and more of it, and you'll find more and more applications of it. You will be a happier person. You will have more fun in life. You will be able to solve your problems easily, or more easily anyway. Uh, than being a narrow-minded person, and it will transform your thinking. Love it. Man, this has been absolutely amazing. Uh, where do you want people to find you at? you got your website, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, for the listeners that are listening, what do you want them to yeah, do? I've, I've got all of those things. Uh, well, there are two things. One is... Uh, if you if you go to my website and order the book off the website, I will send you a personally signed copy of it. 
so that uh, you can't get it anywhere else. It's just on my website. You pay exactly the same as you would on any of the big platforms where you can order a book. But if you go onto my particular website, you can uh, you can uh, get a get um, uh, a book uh, personally signed by me. Secondly, I'm doing two free uh, one-hour webinars, completely free. There's no obligation. You don't pay a cent. Uh, on Sunday, November 8th, and Tuesday, November 10th. Publicize them on my website, and you can sign up for them. Just give us your email, and we'll send you a notice about them. Um, and they're totally free. And we'll go through some exercises, many exercises that I can fit in during the one hour uh, to get your mind uh, thinking creatively. So thank you very much, uh, Sean. This has uh, been an absolute pleasure. I hope people go to my website, Chalk Moose. It's short for my company name, by the way, which is Chocolate Moose, but M-O-O-S-E, not the <laughs> dessert, it's the animal. Uh, it's just a play Love on words. It. Chocolate Moose, Chocolate Moose Media. Uh, go on to my website. Uh, my name is uh, difficult to pronounce and search, so go on to Chocolate Moose Media. Go on to my website, order the book, join us on the webinar, and just start thinking creatively. And by gosh, I really think that you will have a much more remarkable life than you're leading now. I love it. Again, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has absolutely been an amazing episode, and I wish you the best for the rest of 2020. Thank you, Sean. I do the same for you and to all your listeners. I know we are going through a difficult time for some people, but really there's always an opportunity, uh, and that opportunity lies in you applying your creative thinking to, to find new avenues to lead a remarkable life. Thank you very much, Sean. Good luck to you. Thank you. Life Transformation Radio listeners, an amazing guest impacting the world. If anything's resonated with our conversation today with Fredus Karas and myself here on episode 401 of Life Transformation Radio, please reach out to him, go to his website, send him a friend request, follow what he's doing. Absolutely mind-blowing. Get the book, Creativity, The Key to a Remarkable Life. With that said, I close the show by saying live your brand. Find opportunities every day to live out the core values that you hold deep in your heart. And I call this living your brand. So until next episode, live a great life.